This program is intended for mature audiences only. This is part one of a two-part program. Welcome, you are listening to On the Minds of Men, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am here in bed in Cuernavaca with Betty Dodson <laughs> and Carlin Ross. How am I doing it right? Is it the right kind of an orgasm? And I just continuously emphasize there's no such thing as having the wrong kind of orgasm because now it's women have to achieve not only do they have to have an orgasm from penetration but they have to have one from g-spot stimulation now they have to ejaculate and then i remember when the fed they first had multiple orgasms it's like it is becoming an athletic endeavor rather than just feeling good mommy usually says well uh, little Johnny has a penis, and little Mary has a has a vagina. And when little Johnny puts his penis inside Mary's vagina, that's how babies are made. He's spending way too much time in the bathroom, and you you know what's going on in there, don't you? And, and his mom said, "Well, of course I do. I want him to do it. Don't don't you interfere with that. What do you want him to get some little girl pregnant and bring home a baby?" <laughs> so she was she was cool. And then the little girls, where do they masturbate? We don't have ejaculates, so we can do it anywhere. And she was masturbating in the family den. And I thought, how progressive. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. And she'll probably be into group sex later. <laughs> I never tried this before, and I'm watching, I'm watching this smart-ass kid over here. And she's got the lime, and she takes some of the lime, and then she takes a sip of the tequila, and it's followed by this red tomato. Is that tomato juice? What is that? It's almost like a spicy, yeah, a spicy tomato juice. But, you know, there was no pulp or anything. It was really easy to sip with the tequila. So, and then and somehow the, all of these flavors get blended in your mouth. It was incredible. It was orgasmic. Say hello, hello, Betty. Hello. And for those of you not in the know, let me just tell you a little bit about Betty and Carlin. We'll start out with Betty. Betty Dodson, the mother of masturbation, one of my favorite women in the whole world. You've probably heard our interview before. If you haven't, go check it out. But Betty Dodson is an author. She does films. She creates these wonderful workshops for women where she teaches women how to have orgasms. And she's just an amazing woman. And she also is doing a DVD right now that is showcasing all of her artwork. And she is one of the most amazing artists you just can't even imagine. Everybody just thinks that she masturbates, but no, Betty does so much more. She <laughs> We've already watched the DVD. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So you're getting better every day. <laughs> so keep your eyes open for that. We'll put a link on the website where you will be able to get a hold of it as soon as it's released. And it is really, really spectacular. So we're going to talk to more to Betty about that. She'll tell us more of what she does. Now, Carlin Ross. Yes is a woman I've just met, another really incredible woman. Well, thank you. Who is the host of another fabulous podcast that you should check out called Guilty, guilty Pleasures. Guilty Pleasures. Very guilty. And if you want a guilty pleasure, you definitely want to listen to it because she's told me some stories. And she has it all 
on her podcast. She also has an incredible website for women, and I think men too, about about sex and makes some wonderful sex films. So we're also going to talk to you more about that because I want to hear, and I know our listeners want to mm-hmm. hear, what you both do. Because we all have a similar mission, right? Let's talk about our mission. So Carlin, why don't you start? What's your mission in the My world? My mission? You know, I think it's to acknowledge women as sexual beings and also create a dialogue about sexuality because I don't think we have that in our culture. I think men do their thing, women do their thing, and we kind of don't talk about sex and we take the fun out of sex. Like sex should be fun. It should be playful. It should be enjoyable. It shouldn't be so serious. I think, you know what I mean? We have to make it like sex is like after a long day, you go home and you fuck your man or you fuck your partner. You know what I mean? You have some fun or you grab your vibrator. You know, and you say, you know what, I deserve some me time. I'm going to take an hour and I'm just going to be sexual and I'm going to get that release and I'm going to get all those wonderful hormones that can, you know, get the stress out of my day. So I think that's my my point. In my site, it's um, very male-friendly and I like that. I like the dialogue between the sexes about sexuality because it's not there in our culture. I think it's great and I agree with you. Sex becomes, for so many people problematic. It becomes this thing that is not pleasurable. It's this extra thing that gives them stress and it's another thing to do and to feel guilt and shame about, right? I mean, Betty can speak to that. You've dealt with that your whole career. Yeah. That's the, the guilt and, and the, all the, you know, bad feelings around, Oh, am I doing it right? Is this the right kind of an orgasm? And I just continuously emphasize there's no such thing as having the wrong kind of orgasm because now it's women have to achieve. Not only do they have to have an orgasm from penetration, but they have to have one from G-spot stimulation. Now they have to ejaculate. And then I remember when they first had multiple orgasms. It's like it is becoming an athletic endeavor rather than just feeling good. Yeah. So I just want to talk to you a little bit, Betty, because you've been in this field and you have really been a pioneer for so many women in, in pleasure. And I want to talk to you about that. You know, you started in the sixties. I did. Yes. Which I mean, right now we know the challenges just talking about sex and, and getting the message out there that sex is pleasurable sex. Like you said, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. Enjoy it. Relax. Let go of all of the crap that's been fed you. But tell me what it was like for you in the 60s. Oh, in the 60s, it was wonderful. I mean, that was, we didn't have to deal with AIDS or any of the scary stuff that goes on now. I mean, half of the STDs or whatever they're calling it today didn't exist back in the 60s. And it was the beginning of of America's sexual revolution. There was a revolution. It was phenomenal. And, And people in your age range, you, they don't. They got rid of it. I don't. It's simply they. It, it's been erased. So for me, it was like nineteen. I had my first one woman exhibition of erotic art in sixty sixty eight, and it sort of introduced me to. Uh, I mean, people would come into the gallery and they'd see these beautiful drawings of people, you know, having sex. And everyone invited me to their house, to their party. And I was having sex with hundreds of people, fearlessly, no problem. I could use a diaphragm. Nobody had any diseases that were scary. The worst thing that would happen is you might get the clap. And all that that required was a shot of penicillin. I mean, sex, it was so easy to have sex back then. It was so easy. What about the guilt? And the shame. I'm sure increased. people, other people had it. I was, mm-hmm. I, I grew up without sexual guilt. 
thanks to my mother. And that starts with masturbation. She thought masturbation was a natural activity for children. And so I never got any negative messages. That's where guilt begins. And guilt, does it serve us in any way? It's the, it, I, think, I think guilt is the most worthless thing on the planet. It doesn't motivate you to change. It doesn't inspire you to do better. It just hangs over your head, and it's a substitute for moving ahead. You can just sit at home and feel guilty. Yeah, I agree with you. And you know what it does? It really it, it takes choice out of the equation. It, so you end up doing what you're doing, but then it's, it's just so overwhelmed by these feelings of guilt as opposed to making a conscious choice. Well, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this because this is what is best for me. And I think when you, I think when you get rid of that guilt, it gives room to make better choices, to make conscious choices. So, and this is important. We have a lot of parents who are listening to this podcast and the message that you're giving right now is as parents, what we can give to our children is a healthy, sexuality, healthy, which also creates, you know, better self-esteem, better choices, healthier relationships. So what, what's some advice you would have to parents? I love when you use that, um, you say that guilt starts, uh, when they say that little, little Johnny has a penis. Say that. I love that one. Okay. It's like, for the most part, I mean, when people say, you know, when you're a little kid and you go to your mom and you say, what is it? Something about sex or where do babies come from? You know, so the, one of the little kids in the neighborhood said something about, you know, my mom's having a baby and where does it come from? I remember someone told me it comes from between your legs. And I thought, (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Something's got, you know, and oh, immediately no. I'm down there tr- checking it out and I did I found a little opening it could have been my butthole but I think maybe eventually I found my little vaginal opening and I was absolutely terrified I mean you know it was just a hor- horrific cut but anyway so the mommy baby's gonna come out. mommy usually says well uh, little Johnny has a penis and little Mary has a has a vagina and when little Johnny puts his penis inside Mary's vagina that's how babies are made and it should be little johnny has a penis and little mary has a clitoris and when they touch them in a certain way it feels good so instead of getting the procreation message Mm -hmm. we need to get the pleasure message first we don't get that so you know it's like whatever we have down there is is for baby making it's Not for fun. Now, I I agree with what you're saying because pleasure is missing from the equation. However, the question usually is, Mommy, Daddy, how are babies made? So that that seems to be the predominant questions that children have, although I would imagine there are also some children who are rubbing against the pillows or the sofas or rubbing their their hands on on their genitals, and then they also get messages from their parents about... Well, it's, it's how the, the, it's how the, the parent responds to the child masturbating when they first discover it. Right. I mean, it's, it's either like, oh, isn't that cute? And you, you just back out of the room. Don't make an issue out of it. Um, it's, I love the story that, that, um, that my partner tells about he was, he was spending a lot more time in the bathroom than usual. So, you know, it's like he had just discovered that masturbating was cool and he'd do it in the shower. And that's where a lot of people begin, guys. Mm-hmm. So, cause it, it takes care of the ejaculate, et cetera, et cetera. So his father says to his mother, he's spending way too much time in the bathroom and you, you know what's going on in there, don't you? And, and his mom said, well, of course I do. I want him to do it. Don't, don't you interfere with that. What, do you want him to get some little girl 
pregnant and bring home a baby. <laughs> so she was she was cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a healthy alternative. So when you have even one parent, could be the voice of reason. Oh, I have a friend, and we were over uh, the house, and I guess he has a little four-year-old daughter. And she's sitting watching television with her legs out, and then she crosses her legs one or the other, and then she starts to rock back and forth. And she's rocking and rocking, and it's after dinner, and we had our ice cream, you know, and she's rocking. <laughs> and I looked at her, I'm like, what is she doing? He's like, oh, she's masturbating. He's like, we just don't look at her when she does it. <laughs> and I thought, I was like, wow, I never, I didn't think they were going to be that cool as parents. Yeah. And he's like, well, she's got to get off, because usually the sons, it's like, oh, they're taking a long shower, wink, wink. You know, and then the little girls, where do they masturbate? We don't have ejaculates, so we can do it anywhere. And she was masturbating in the family den. And I thought, how progressive. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. And she'll probably be into group sex later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a story. My son will be appalled, but I'm going to tell it anyways, uh, where my lotion kept disappearing. (laughs) You know, all my lotions. They they were, he was probably about 12, 13 years old. And, and you know, my good lotions, they would be in his room. expensive. Yeah, Yeah. and they were disappearing. So I had to talk with him and I said, look, you know, let's, let's go to the store. We'll get you some some good lube. Did he lubricant. pick out his own, or did yes. you pick it out? What did he we, pick out? We went to the store. Well, this was this was a while ago, and you know it was a while ago, so they didn't have as much, you know, good choices of lubricant. Then. Yeah, now they have like the liquid silk. I they love have some that. really oh, good oh, stuff no, in the market. Let me. Uh, oh, please, please, don't use a water based lube for masturbation. No, no. Oh, please, you do you do that when you're using latex. But I mean, any massage oil from any health food store, mm-hmm. a natural oil, and and I think it's important to have it not cooked for so men it, but but for women you don't want to use oil right no you can, it's on your clitoris yeah but don't get it in well i i have never had any problem with using my wall what is it uh, almond oil mm. it has no nothing else in it oh, and yeah. Nothing. No chemicals. Nothing. Yes, I can use. I can oil up my dildo and put it in my vagina with with massage oil. Absolutely. Yeah, you I'd know, much rather. You have you read the the ingredients? You read I the know. Ingredients on a water based lube. You could burst into tears. There are some good ones out there, though. I uh, I I recommend liquid silk, just yeah. like Carlin. Yeah. There's some, there are some, there are some good ones out there. And if you do use a water-based lube for whatever reason, you don't want to mess up your sheets, just keep, keep a bowl of water right next to you because if it just reactivates when you put some water on it. I know, it. but everybody gets, puts more lube on it. It gets sticky. I know, and you don't now, do what that. what about, I got to ask everybody here, what about the new, which I'm kind of looking at, the um, silicone? What are, have you tried that, the silicone lube? Yeah, I don't really like the silicone lube. Cause I, you know, I, I just, because it just feels weird. It, because you know what? I don't like anything that lasts afterwards. I like something, mm-hmm. you know, I have to admit the KY, KY has a lot of great, like, you can get it over the counter, Dwayne Reed, you don't have to go to the sex shop. They have some nice stuff. But you really, you know. for some for some women, they have no problem with those, but some with glycopropylene or any glycerin, some for some women, they have a lot of problems with you that. You know what so the best you lube, know. the best lube is saliva. Just, yeah, but it dries you know, out. it dries out fast. It's yeah. true. Yeah. But just you, to start, you know, I, sometimes I just lick my pocket rocket. Sometimes I like squeeze the liquid. So sometimes I just go, and then I'm like, I don't need to, and then I'll stop in the middle and I'll lick it again. You know, it's kind of fun. You just gotta, remember, you got, you gotta do what works for you. And if some women don't have enough saliva in their mouth. Well, <laughs> I was at, um, the AVNs like two years ago and I and was, tell people what the AVN is. The AVN is the Oscars of the porn world. Mm-hmm. So that's where you go to see your Jenna Jameson's and your Tara Patrick's and your Sunny Lane's. And they give out awards for like the best blowjob scene, the best anal. You know, we'll probably, Betty and I will probably hit it this oh, February. We'll hit Vegas. That'll be fun. 
And I was in the the padded room, and I look up, and there's like three of my favorite porn girls. You know, we're all talking, and they I don't know why we got on the subject. We we're talking about lube, and all of the porn. I was like, you know what, Carlin, I like saliva. I really do. Just to get me going. I like the saliva or using my own pussy juice. They like because we they use so much lube in their profession that they like. I really you mm. know I after a while I just don't like doing it. I just want saliva, and I thought, huh, that's interesting. So we've gone from masturbation to lubricant but right now we have to take a very quick break and we'll be right back and who knows what we're going to talk about so you're listening to on the minds of men this is dr Lori buckley and we will be right back listen to a taste of sex erotic poetry reading a companion program to life in an orgasm based community it's open mic night at one taste san francisco a weekly audio program on personallifemedia.com And we're back. <laughs> we're having so much fun. We had a lot of fun during the break. And again, you're listening to... We had to- a lot of fun last night. <laughs> we, More fun than anybody should We have. did. We had so much fun. So you probably went, why are we in bed in Cuernavaca? Because <laughs> we drank a lot of tequila last night. We mm. did. And sangari- what, sangarita. Yeah, you take the tequila shot. This is an authentic Mexican thing. And Pepe, our driver, told us about it. You drink... We had Don Julio tequila. Yeah, the lime is first. Oh, the, I was I because I'd never tr- I'd never tried this before, and I'm watching I'm watching this smart ass kid over here, <laughs> and she's got the lime, and she takes some of the lime, right. and then she takes a sip of the tequila, and it's followed by this red tomato. Is Sangrita. that tomato juice? What is that? It's almost like a spicy. It's like a V8. Yeah, a spicy tomato juice, but you know there was no pulp or anything. It was really easy to sip with the tequila, so, and then and somehow the all of these flavors get blended in your mouth. Yeah. It was incredible. It was orgasmic. It, we had like three shots before dinner. Even Lori partook. <laughs> I did. I did. It was peer pressure, and you naughty know, I had girl. To, yeah, I had to yeah, keep yeah, up. Peer pressure. <laughs> well, she didn't have to have that third one. <laughs> So we are, we're actually here, we're doing some work, working on Betty's film, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine is, is uh, working on that with her, and it's just really, it's fun. And, you know what, What this is going to be Dodson and Ross, we're now taking shape. This is a whole new internet television show that uh, I'm working on with Carlin. So look for that, that'll be coming up. That's right, on YouTube probably, we're going to put some promo clips up. So we'll let, let your little minds imagine. Later on this afternoon, <laughs> you're going to show me how to upload, download, side upload. load. <laughs> this is all it, new <laughs> it will be fun and i'm actually and we're going to do a video as well when you come to la we're going to shoot we're going to shoot a little video and we're going to have it about on the what? and it'll us? be on the on the podcast and Ross? no no i'm going to be interviewing you about about your film and we're going to be oh, talking the film about, i'm doing yeah. with mark oh yeah. cool yeah. all right and we'll be we'll be, be showing Dodson some and stuff. buckley <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no! It's just going to be Dodson, and I'm going to be talking to you about about all of the things that you're doing. So we are going to do a little video, and it'll be up on the on the podcast. So that'll be fun. That'll probably be coming in the, within the next within the next few months. We'll be doing something about that when it gets released. So okay, let's. We were talking about masturbation. We were talking about lubricant. All important things to pleasurable sex. What else do our listeners? I mean, what can you tell them about? pleasure and sex you need fantasy right when sex toys absolutely i love sex toys and you know what i call them sex life accessories 
Oh, I like that. And you have you have all kinds of sex accessories that you need. Uh, you know, we have our jewelry, we have our makeup, we have our clothes, uh, and some people we know are a little crazy about shoes, and <laughs> and the toys come along with it. I've been here in Cornavaca for what about five six days, and I couldn't figure out how to plug in my vibrator. It's Really, yeah. I can't do hand jobs anymore. Not at my age, so it works now. You figured it I'm out. I'm in a better mood. And she's so, she's she's like another woman. She's <laughs> she's feeling so good. Well, I want to talk about because it's toys. Let's let's stay there for a moment. What would you say are the sort of necessities, the foundation of of your collection that that most people should have? Uh, it, this is so varied. Uh, I have, from from my point of view, when I work with a private client, mm-hmm. I have a range of toys that she can that she can experience. So everyone's different. It's like we don't wear the same hairstyle, we don't wear the same makeup, we dress differently. Mm-hmm. So I honor uh, the diversity and the variety. So I'll have a little gentle battery vibrator. I have some of the the, the contours. Now these things don't work for me anymore because mm-hmm. I have my favorite. But I think what it is is that the introductory sex toys have a softer vibe. It's for the, a woman who's never used a, a vibrator on her clitoris. And then all the different size dildos. I remember in my workshops, the, uh, the, oh, I had the women carve a zucchini for penetration because they didn't, you know, I mean, it was be too expensive. Some of the dildos, you know, they're rather expensive if you get the good silicone. So you can use And the zucchini. women would turn to me and they would say, well, what size should I make it? And I would say, it's your vagina, not mine. <laughs> right. So you can try different sizes by actually carving. Just get your potato peel- peeler out and start car- just take the skin off the outer ed- edge of the, of the veggie. You can use a carrot. I don't recommend cucumbers because they can too soft well yeah and then you get seeds <laughs> well they do have the seedless variety <laughs> well know. that's true i wouldn't eat them yeah, but i would fuck them would you use a condom on it or is it okay no, to no, put it it's in a vegetable put- get an organic vet you've taken the skin off make sure it's organic well you don't want any chemicals on i there. would i would prefer organic yes yeah. i prefer organic. so if you're gonna put any kind of vegetable in your vagina Make sure it's organic <laughs> and peel it. Peel the outer skin. Ah, okay. Because you're going. That's no. Oh, well, you can't get rid okay. of it. And so that way you can try littler and bigger, and you know, try it's too big, carve it down a little bit. Then you've got an idea as to what size you like. There's something kind of naughty about it too. There's something a little well, bit more naughty time, about putting a zucchini in your pussy than the, a vibrator. The first, the first time I did this, I wanted, I wanted penetration, and I was in my studio. I was married at the time. And you think, isn't that weird? Why would she have to go find a dildo if she's married? But our husband's got to dig it home. <laughs> you probably, probably <laughs> even more so. it home. <laughs> and I, I could not. So I actually carved a candle, one of those column candles. I oh. whittled away, and when then you I got so creative. Oh, and I got into it, and I, I carved the the, 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 the the head of the penis. She's an artist. The, the rim, I made it. Oh, it was, and I really, I love that candle. So what you're saying is. Try a lot of different things. Use your yeah. imagination. There's no right toy or wrong toy. Find what, what you like. Well, what happens, too, is you find one, and then you, later on you want another one, or you want a new one, or you want a stronger one. Uh-huh. I'm riding the Hitachi Magic Wand now. Uh-huh. And, you know, people get – it's it. <laughs> I know it's big, but I use it on low, and I put a sock on the head to give me a little cushioning. And I've used that – I started in my late 30s. Throughout my 40s, 50s, 60s, 
70s. And I think I'm going to be riding it right on through the 80s. Hey. I'll be 88, and she's where's she? Where's Dodson? Oh, she's in the. Her she's bedroom. on her Hitachi. She's riding her Hitachi. <laughs> if, if I have anything to do with it, on your headstone is going to be the engraving of a Hitachi magic wand. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing, I mean, you know, that thing is that is powerful. And she really, died with it on. <laughs> I'll make sure. Or in, or I'll make sure it's in the casket, in your hand, on your clit. <laughs> we'll need clit to get sock. an electrical, an electrical yeah. socket in there, though, because what good is it if it's not plugged in? Right? Well, I mean, if I'm dead, then it won't really matter. But it would be nice to I have know. it between my legs. Thank you, yeah, Carlin. Yeah. I appreciate. Of course, that. I would hook you up like that in the afterlife. You know how the Chinese That's they bury you with yes. the paper things of whatever you loved in this life. Yes. yes. That's what you loved. Now, of course, the other thing is that I've gone through. Hundreds of Hitachis. <laughs> <laughs> that hits on an important point. People buy a sex toy and they use it forever. I want to hit on a little etiquette. If you're a guy and you have a sex toy at your apartment, you cannot reuse sex toys when you start dating someone new. You oh, got to take them point. out of the package in front of the woman. Yes. And you can keep good. the same one for her. So if you want to put little boxes and have With like Amanda, Nancy, put their picture Linda, on it. Yeah. It's just in bad taste. When a guy rips out a sex toy and it's like not in the packaging, I'm like, what? Oh, that's such a, that is such a good point. I hate point. that. Yeah, it's got, it's got someone else's it's energy like hairs and, on and it. pussy juice. <laughs> and you know bad. what? I put mine in the um, dishwasher because that's how you clean them every so right. often. You have to do it with your double dongs and stuff like that. But you still can't reuse it with a new person. It's yeah. just not right. And it's kind of insulting. And if you want to get a smack across the face, that's the easiest way. So dildo and vibrator etiquette. And I will give out for the guys because I always feel like women, we know the sex toys that we like and we experiment. But guys, it's kind of hard. You know, the natural contours, like the little massagers, those are good for beginner women that have never had a sex toy. So if this is your wife and she's never had one and you want to introduce, those are great. And they don't look like penises. Yeah, and they're not phallic. I also love the Leia, L-A-Y-A massagers. Mm. Leave it to the oh, yeah. those are leave great. it to the Germans to come out with a perfect little motor device. They're amazing. They're, and there's one that's metal and it's like these little grooves where your fingers put in and it's just like a little kind of roundish curved vibrating thing and you can kind of and that's fun for partner sex you can put it on nipples put it on clits assholes those are great can they get these at your website yeah if you go to new newnewcherrybomb.com and click on sex toys you can buy it's all with adam and eve which has been around forever and i promote them and then i'll get a little bit a couple of bucks and then betty and i mm-hmm. and Lori, we can go out for drinks later <laughs> more tequila more tequila so what is if, if you were going to be buried with a sex toy carlin what oh. would it be you know i've been doing this this lately i like i'm a big fan of the pocket rocket because mm. the pocket rocket is like supercharged clit toy and it looks like a little lipstick and it's got like three metal beads on the top and they're like 30 bucks so they're they're a cheap commitment and mine keeps on going it's been like three years and i just redo the batteries that's another thing remember to change your batteries because sometimes you'll think like something's not working and it's taking longer to come when you're masturbating and it's because your batteries are, are dying have yeah, you had that your batteries are going down yeah. although well, the itachi yeah. doesn't use batteries the, but the the the, the one that t- toys you were talking about it come from the fun factory Yes. They are. I all, love them. They're all fabulous. I have. I sell one on my website. The strawberry. I named it. I renamed them, and it's this. It, they're fabulous, and it has a little dial at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's battery driven, and you can go soft and medium and high. It. 
These things are great. You know what else I love? Um, They have the Heartbreaker, which is the best vibrating like dildo on the market. It doesn't look like a dick. It's like all ridged and red and it's rechargeable. So you can leave it by your bed and you just put it in the charger. That's fun from partner play too. That's anything to do. I got to tell you also, uh, bettersex.com, they have a new one and I actually endorse Mm -hmm. it because I think this is a great toy. It's it's a pocket rocket. It's self-lubricating so you can put some lube in it and it has a little roller and and it's waterproof and it has like five different Mm -hmm. speeds. And you just press the little button on yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I know that it's like the water dancer or something. It's like really that. great. Yeah. yeah, so it's waterproof and it has the lubricant right in it of the little roller ball. It's so very convenient and it's pink. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really funny. a nice one. Do you know the most popular color for sex toys is purple? I had no idea. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. It's royalty. purple for passion. Yeah, I thought it would be pink, but it's purple. And that I was sitting with my adult distributor. But oh, so I used the pocket rocket on the clit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, enough with the clit. I, I wanted to feel some, something internal. Right. So I got the love wand. The love wand is like, it looks like a, it's like a vibrating egg and it has this like long stick and then it has like all these different speeds. And I like anything with speeds because sometimes you want it fast and furious. Sometimes you want to be teased. And I put the love wand in so it's like right behind my vaginal bone. And then I put the pocket rocket on top. Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple of girlfriends that I, I gave them to. And they're like, oh, I don't need anything internal. And then I got one call, phone call from a girlfriend the day. She was in the middle of Mary Spring. She just called. She was like, oh, my God. Caroline, it's it's, it's unbelievable. i got to go. I'm on my third orgasm. Goodbye. <laughs> and I'm like, that's always like the best thing. You know, this is interesting because I went for a long time. Once you go past menopause, you know, and the thin, the lining of the vagina thins out, and it's, eh, you know, it's not that important anymore. And so I was totally focused on my clit, and just didn't give the the, the, the vagina much thought at all. And I was having fabulous orgasms. And then one day, uh, I thought my orgasms are getting boring. I want, I got to do something different. So I started using penetration. And that was when I designed the the Betty's vaginal barbell, which is because I love. It's a great All right. thing. I love that one. Yeah, too. so here it is. I'm going to talk about But this. the problem for me with, with, with penetration and dildos is that you put them in and you start working your PC muscle and you, and you, get, you get you pop them out. They'll go flying across the room. And, <laughs> you and got some strong and, pelvic And muscles. I don't want to hold on to my dildo the whole time I'm vibrating right. my clit. So this it weighs a pound. And you put it inside, and you can go in and out if you choose to. And it or warms you, up really nicely. And it nicely warms up very quickly. I like it going in cold because whoop, mm-hmm. the muscle yeah. immediately responds. And then you hands off. You can just sit there, and it'll and it's there. And so you have that full feeling yeah. that I think women do. And like. it has that big ball at the end, which really is good for G spot stimulation. And you could do your kegels, which not only feels good, but you're also getting stronger. And what's that video? You gave me one of your DVDs, Orgasming orgasming Women. 13 Divas, Orgasmic Divas. What I loved about that is you use the barbell in all of those. Oh, I mean, just just some, yeah. But Let me tell you how that happened. I didn't tell anyone what to do. I wanted to see how women today were masturbating. So I didn't tell them what sex, I didn't tell them what to wear. I just said, come and show me how you masturbate. I want to see how you masturbate. And, and, you know, I'm the mother of masturbate. Come show granny, you know, how you get off. And I was so proud of all of them. So they came in with whatever their favorite sex toy. And one woman had that old 
old-fashioned gun-shaped thing that was from the 60s. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like it sounded all. So we just. All the neighbors know. <laughs> Their television sets are all. We had to tone down the sound when we were editing that one. But they had they had the pocket rocket. They had the water dancer. They There were several with the magic wand. Um, some used penetration. Some didn't. Uh, it, it and the was, pillow, there was the one who, who laid down and rubbed against the pillow. That is my favorite. You know, I always watch, I have porn Sundays, and I make myself watch porn to see what's good in the latest, greatest. Yourself, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, I have to fast forward. Oh, I'm watching like so the 10. Again. Some of them are bad, but I was watching yours, and of course I didn't fast forward. But out of all the scenes, I'm like, yeah, and that's nice, that's nice. The scene where the girl humps the blanket. Yeah. Oh, my God. First of all, she wasn't the most attractive out of all of them. The little redhead was probably the best looking. But she was doing it for real, and as she was coming, her whole ass turned red. Oh, it was... I didn't even see that. I didn't see that. Her whole ass gets flushed with color right as she's coming, and then she arches her back up. Oh, my God. I have to admit, I had to go masturbate. Okay, now... now I had no idea. I didn't know there was a color change. I didn't. <laughs> so, Betty... I'll go back I, I know some of our listeners are going to want to see this DVD now. I know I want to rewatch it. So, where do, can they find that? It's on my website, BettyDodson.com, and it's... Uh, What's it called? A, Orgasmic Women, 13 Self-Loving Divas. And it, you know what? This is a great DVD for Fantastic. women... ...and for men, and it really... You know what? It shows... It, it, it's getting real. It shows... A variety. Yeah, it's, this is You know, real. we always think it's the way I do it is the right way. I mean, that's one of my big problems in life. I do it, and the way I do it is the right way to do it. No, everybody has their own way. Right. There is no one right way to do anything. Do it the way that it works that feels Find good. your way and, and t- show your partners. And we talked about this yesterday, how you masturbate and how you orgasm or how you like to have sex with your partner changes as you age. Every decade that I've gone through, there's been a variation, there's been a shift, there's been a change. And then I didn't get back into penetration until I was way past 60. What was I, 60? I started taking uh, the hormones, but I'm taking the natural hormones made from the soybean, Mm -hmm. not the synthetic. Is that the bioidentical? Yeah, the bioidentical. If you're going to go, once you go on, uh, you know, hormone therapy, don't do the pharmaceutical stuff. It's brutal. So anyway, then I'm back into penetration and it's like, wow. And what that did for my orgasms. So it's like, you can go through a period where it's clit only. You can, I've never gone through a period where it's vaginal only Mm -hmm. because I always have had to engage my clitoris for an orgasm. But then by the time I'm in my early seventies, I'm combining vaginal penetration, anal penetration, and clitoral stimulation all at the same time. The best Home of run. all worlds. Home okay. run. Now, wait a minute. We have to take another really quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Where's I've that Hitachi? I've got a lot. Yeah. No, no, I've got lots of questions to ask. You're listening to On the Minds of Men. This is Dr. Lori Buckley, and we will be right back. <laughs> this concludes part one. The interview will be continued in the next episode of this show. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.